So again, checking in with where we are as we settle down for this period of loving-kindness practice. What the feeling is in the body. And any particular mood of the mind that we may be beginning from. And seeing if we can connect with a sense of our aspiration for the practice today. However we might express that for ourselves. To be able to open the heart. To be able to see with wisdom what's arising. Or maybe just affirming the value that we see and making our best effort to cultivate greater kindness. Seeing if we can connect with that universal wish in our own heart that links us with all other beings for happiness, for safety, for well-being in the world. I care about myself. I care about my life. I care about my happiness. And out of this place of understanding the deep truth of this wish for happiness, can we begin now to offer our good wishes to that being which we found to be the easiest, the easiest to open our hearts to, that being that when we think of them, it brings a smile to our heart. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be comfortable in the world. So just using whatever phrases we found feel authentic for us that resonate in the heart. Or if we feel that the words get in the way, just simply sending that felt sense of the energy of the heart, its warmth, its light, to reach out and touch this being. Perhaps offering those good wishes to ourselves, giving ourselves that time to be our own best friend, 
to embrace ourselves with caring. If that feels like it's the right place to begin to approach the heart, May I be safe and protected. May I be free from worry and distress. May I be at ease in my body. May I be able to care for myself joyfully and easily. So each of us continuing at our own pace with whichever being that we've chosen to begin.
If we'd like, we could move on now to another relatively easy being to open our heart to, perhaps ourselves, or a benefactor figure, a dear friend, another being that when we think of them, we just naturally feel a kind movement of the heart. They bring a smile to the heart. Recognizing their wish for happiness. Recognizing how important their life is to them. And seeing if we can find it in our hearts to offer them our goodwill and our friendship. May you be free from danger and harm. May you be peaceful and happy in your mind. May you be peaceful and at ease in your body. May you be able to live comfortably in the world without struggling. Continuing again in our own way and at our own pace.
If we feel that we're ready, we might now open up the field of beings that we're including in our good wishes. So expanding our view to include all of the beings that we know, that we come into direct contact with as we move through our world. So this might include family members, friends, neighbors, co-workers, people in other communities that we interact with, casual acquaintances, past and present, people that perhaps we've only met a few times or even once. So just scrolling through the Rolodex, obviously not necessary to think individually of every person that we know, but just getting a sense of the spheres of beings that we come into contact with. Also including some sense of the non-human beings, pets or other people's pets, animals that live with people that we know, or places that we go, or just the wild animals that we come into contact with in the various places that we move about. So getting a sense of all of these beings that are the inhabitants of our own personal worlds. All of them wishing for happiness, each in their own way all of them caring about their lives, wanting safety, security, a reasonable amount of comfort, happiness, peace. Can we find it in our hearts to wish well for all of these beings, including ourselves, our own most constant companions. May we all of us be safe and protected. May all of us be able to be comfortable in our minds and experience happiness and joy. May we all be able to be comfortable in our bodies not unduly burdened by the challenges of living in a body. And may we all be able to make our way in the world and be able to provide for our needs, provide for the needs of those who depend on us without difficulty. So just sending our good wishes to this whole group of beings in our circle. Perhaps having some sense of that energy of the heart, the warmth and caring, the glow of kindness, spreading all around into the circle of beings around us whose lives we touch and whose lives touch us.
And now shifting our focus to consider all of the beings who we don't directly come into contact with, who we don't know. Perhaps some of them are beings that we're aware of, we've heard of particular individuals or groups of beings, different kinds of beings, and then many, many more that we're not even aware of their existence in the world. This vast bulk of beings on this planet, perhaps elsewhere in the universe, other planes of existence, who knows? This huge mass of beings who we don't know and most of whom we never will know. And yet they're out there living their lives, doing their best to find happiness and security and comfort to attend to their needs, all of them longing for happiness in whatever way that means for them, just as we do. Can we find it in our hearts to wish well to all this vast mass of beings who we don't know, that are beyond our immediate reach? May you all be safe May you all be happy. May you all be healthy. May you all be prosperous. Sending whatever wishes feel authentic. We're just simply sending out that energy from the heart, the warmth and the glow of kindness of non-ill will. Perhaps just sense, sensing that we wish no harm to all this great mass of life that we don't know. We wish them well, just in a very simple way.
And considering now all of those beings in the world who share the same gender identity as we hold, whatever that might be, whether it's the traditional uh, sense of femininity or masculinity or something else altogether. So however we define our own gender identity, considering all of those beings in the world that share a similar identity with us. Imagining them all through the world. This includes human beings, may also include animals. So just getting a sense of all those beings out there that have a similar position in life in terms of their gender identity as we do. which may involve certain types of experiences, both physically and mentally. Certain experiences and interactions with others. But all of us sharing the same wish for happiness. So can we send our good wishes to all of those beings that we see sharing the similarity with us? May we be safe and protected. May we be happy and peaceful. May we be at ease in our bodies. May we be able to live in the world joyfully and comfortably. And then considering all of the beings in the world who do not share our particular gender identity, who define their identity in different terms and have a different experience in the world, all still with the same wish for happiness. May they be safe, May they be happy. May they be healthy. May they be able to care for themselves and those who depend on them with ease. Offering our wishes of goodwill. Or again, maybe just sending out that energy of the heart the sense of the warmth and the light, the caring spreading out to 
to touch all of these beings that have a different sense of their gender than we do. Considering now all of those beings in the world that we see to share a similar racial or ethnic identity with, those beings that we see as belonging to the same clan among humanity in one way or another, we may all define this in very different ways. So just however this comes to mind is fine getting a sense of those beings in the world, the humans, and possibly some non-humans as well, that we see as belonging to our clan, to our tribe. Getting a sense of their presence in the world, the particular life experiences that they may have, being part of this group, all of them seeking their own happiness, caring about their lives, trying to find well-being in the world, just as we are. Can we offer them our good wishes, the energy of our caring and friendship? May we be safe and protected May we be free from mental distress. May we be free from physical distress. May we be free from having to struggle to meet our needs in the world. Sending out that energy of friendliness
then considering all of those beings in this world who we consider to not share our same racial or ethnic identity, all of those who we see as belonging to different groups, different cultures, different clans or tribes, however we imagine that, those that have perhaps different life experiences, different sense of their place in the world, possibly not the non-human beings that we see as belonging to different clans or tribes in the world. Getting a sense of all of those beings that are different in this way from us, but still sharing the same deep wish for happiness that we all do. Can we find it in our hearts to offer our friendship to all of these other beings? Not wishing ill for them, not wishing to see them harmed, but instead looking upon them with friendliness. May you all be safe and protected. May you all be happy and peaceful. May you all be at ease and comfortable in your bodies. May you be able to live with ease in the world to care for your needs and for those around who depend on you. Or maybe just sending out the felt sense of the energy of kindness.
And finally bringing to mind some other group that comes to mind that we consider ourselves to be a member of. Some group of beings that's important to us in terms of our affiliation, perhaps based on religion, perhaps based on sexual orientation, perhaps based on political affiliation, whatever comes to mind as being an important group that we're a member of, that we see ourselves as part of. And getting some felt sense of however many beings there may be out there in the world that are part of this tribe, this clan. The viewpoints or experiences that we might share in common the ways in which we may be similar and different. All of us seeking our own well-being in the world and offering our goodwill and our good wishes to this group of beings for safety and freedom from danger for well-being of the mind and of the body, for comfortable circumstances in life, or just sending that felt sense of friendship, the warmth of the heart, the glow of non-ill will. And then considering all of the other beings that are different from us in this respect, that are not part of this particular group, other human beings, animal beings, that have different experiences in this area of life, but still all wanting happiness. seeking happiness as best they know how, according to their views, their opinions, their experiences. Can we find it in our hearts to wish well for them? May you be able to find safety and security in the world. Maybe you be able to find peace in your mind and your body. May you be able to meet your needs easily 
and joyfully. Seeing if we can tune into that energy around the heart. Sensing what the quality is there now as we come to the end of the meditation. If there's some sense of warmth, glowing, openness. Perhaps that tenderness of heart that's even a little bit painful as we slowly let down our barriers. And seeing energetically if we can imagine that flicker of kindness, of goodwill, of non-ill will, spreading out from the heart, in front of us, behind us, to each side, above and below, radiating out for us as if we were a star of kindness sending out light in all directions however dim or however bright that might feel seeing if we can let it shine out from us with perhaps the sense of it spreading all through the planet all through the universe with no wish of harm for any beings. Or perhaps just letting it illuminate the area immediately around us. Permeating the air just beyond our bodies. However we experience it. May we be free from suffering and may all beings everywhere be free from suffering. Do you have any questions? Mindful awareness because it's more concentrated 
mm. and there's a different intention. I mean, it feels, I'm just curious. So the the comments about that the the loving kindness practice it's yeah, it's yeah. a more active practice. It yeah. takes more energy. And I can get to the end and feel like elated, but exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it can feel like we're working hard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially at this point in the retreat when we've kind of settled into the, you know, whether you've realized it or not, somewhat at least settled into the flow of the of the mindfulness. There's quite a lot of momentum to that. And for, for some of you, it does start to feel much more easeful at that point. And then we come in and do the loving-kindness practice, and it's a very um, technique-y, technique-heavy practice, you know, where there's a lot you're trying to juggle in the mind. And, it, you know, it can feel like a bit much... So at this point in the retreat, it may be that it feels more uh, in keeping with the the rest of the retreat to just let it be that sending out the the energy of mindfulness. A lot of people find that as they settle into retreat and um, feel more comfortable with the loving-kindness meditation, that it becomes more energetic and there's not the need for all the wordiness of it. So that can, can help it feel a little bit more graceful. Or it may just be that, you know, that's just the nature of the meditation and a little bit of work, but the the payoff is worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the comment about uh, you know we ch- we can change frames of reference a lot when we, as we do the practice and um, this business of of contrasting groups, you know, uh, kind of uh, dividing up all of life in, in various different ways um, that we normally do as we go through life. You know, we go through life creating all these divides <laughs> in all sorts of different ways. So. Um, bringing awareness to that and then uh, deliberately, you know, uh, considering the, the two sides of the coin. Um, is That's actually part of the very ancient practice of, of doing this. And it can be uh, very illuminating and very helpful in many ways. But yeah, it's, it's, it's part of, again, the opening of the heart to have that agility, agility of heart to be able to uh, tune into, on the one hand, very specific, particular beings, and then to really open up globally to just like, everything that might be out there, you know, who knows, and then, and then again to, to take this other approach of considering this group A and this group B, you know, so there's, there's these different frames of reference, and it may be more uh, helpful to practice at cert- with certain frames of reference at certain times, depending where the heart is, but over time, we, you know, we do find that, the, that that ability to open becomes more agile, becomes more limber, and we can kind of do that, do that dance of moving it around and, and have it respond, you know. So we're, we're training, we're training the heart. Yeah. yeah.
seems easier to me. There's a structure, there's a framework, I can follow it. It's very sort of task-oriented. Um, would you say, well, that's practical and a good use of you know, your time if you're feeling scattered? Or would you say, hmm, maybe you're just avoiding the work of dealing with your mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a kind of a classic quandary, you know. <laughs> yeah, so are we using the loving-kindness practice when we choose to bring it in as a skillful means to help anchor the mind, build concentration, open the heart, or are we using it as an avoidance technique? <laughs> yeah, and so that's for you to answer. Because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, so, but it's a good question to have, you know, not, not to poo-poo. I mean, it's, it's a good question to have um, at any time. You know, I, and I've said this in some of, some of the groups. Any time that we feel like we need to do something in the meditation, why? <laughs> you know? And not to think about, you know, it's not to analyze why, but to look and see what's actually there, you know, in the heart, the mind, the body. Is there something, uh, you know, difficult that's come up that we don't want to face? You know, if it is, then we'll see it. Or at least to leave the space that we recognize that we might see it. <laughs> and then we do what we do, and we pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I've been experiencing an intense amount of pain in the center, and it's a little bit less today. Um, but every time I would ask it to open, it was like, it just felt like it was closing tighter. Um, and so today, I was able to do like some of the beginning parts that I stopped. That's also a really good question. So, um, you know, a lot of the times we're, we're going through the motions of doing the practice, but what we're feeling is not really, you know, free, free-flowing warmth of heart, you know, that's not what's coming. That is perfectly okay. In fact, that's a really critical part of the practice, and I'm sure you're not the only one here that's having that experience. Um, anything and everything does come up in response to doing this practice. So at times we feel really aversive doing it. At times we feel just really shut down, like there's not really anything coming. And all of that is fine. It's, it's about the intention. This is a practice that works um, on, on the power of intention. Just the fact that we've taken the time to sit down and give it our best effort. And it can be helpful to touch in with our faith that this is, okay, it's not happening right now, something else is happening, but I really care about this. You know, I really do want to open the heart more, learn to be more you know, giving and, and connect better, or, you know, however you express it for yourself. And then to just have the willingness to keep going see everything that comes up that's not metta. This is just as important a part of the practice. It's an essential part of the practice. That's the only way we can purify the heart, is by rec- coming to, to recognize, like Rumi said, all of those barriers that we built <laughs> to, to, kind, to love, to kindness. So we just, you know, we just kind of plod through it. The only, the only time to um, drop back and punt is if we feel like we just can't keep going. You know, we get so overwhelmed by aversion or, you know, some difficult memory or, or thought train comes up and it just won't, won't go away and we keep getting lost in it. So if we get to a point where we feel like we really just can't carry on, it's not helpful anymore to, to, to persist with the loving-kindness exercise, then we can just, you know, come back to the, the awareness practice at that point. But if we're feeling something that's not metta or if we're just feeling nothing, that's okay. We don't have to give it up just because of that. <laughs> you know, I'll come back another day when I'm really feeling kind. You know, 
we do it now and then we practice. It's kind of like, uh, what's the expression? Fake it until you make it. <laughs> yeah, it'll come when it's ready. All right, time for walking. <laughs>